Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, all around the leagues, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match. MatchHark. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Hello and welcome to the Bromley South London Football League part of the SELP podcast all around the leagues for this week. Uh, Daniel Hollis here, League Secretary, reporting on results and looking ahead at fixtures next week and a little update on the table. So, first of all, two results. This is from Saturday the 25th of February. I'm uh, going to start down in the Richard Aiding Division 2, um, because I think that's probably our most exciting sort of title race and promotion race at the moment. So, uh, three um, league games. We had um, the leaders, Atletico Londres, in action away to Red Velvet thirds and a narrow 5-4 win for them. Um, great win. Um, and Gabino Blair got two goals and then three goals from uh, substitutes. Richie Bokwa uh, got one and Idris Oladeli came on and got two, so um, that shows how important it is to have a good bench. Um, for Red Velvet, Neil Jeff and Dean Stone with two each, but wasn't enough. Um, so Atletico Lodges remain top, Red Velvet thirds um, remain in sixth. Not out of it, but struggling a little bit now. London Legends beat Main Road 1-0. That keeps them up there in third, Main Road. Definitely improved since Christmas massively. And Bexley Heath Lions, a win for them, 2-0 against Beckenham. Uh, they're probably out of the race, so down in seventh. So a little look at the league table. And Atletico Londres are top. They've played 13 games. Uh, London Legends are third, but they've played 14 games. They're six points off the top. Uh, then you've got Bexley A on 22 points. They're in second at the moment. The big sort of one here is Stansfield A, because they're down in eighth. But they've only played seven games. One four draw and one lost two. If they win all their games in hand, uh, they could get right back up in that mix uh, at the top. And then we've got NatWest Bank. They're in um, in fourth place and Elton Eagles in fifth place. And they're all right up there in the mix. We've got 22 points, 21, 19, 18, 16 points. Um, so really is all to play for. I, I, I think at the moment, Bexley A, seven wins, one draw, one loss. They look a class act. And Stansfield, four wins, one draw, two losses. Elton Eagles have only lost two. Uh, all season. I mean, you look at Bexley Heath Lions, they're down in seventh. They won four, um, drawn two, lost six. Just shows you how competitive that division is. So, uh, my money would probably be on Bexley A and Stansfield A, but uh, definitely can't discount Eltham Eagles, even Atletico Londres, Nat West. I think London Legends, bit of a stretch for them to win it uh, or get second. But teams will take points off each other, so it really is all to play for. Okay, up to Jim Hampson Division 1. And there we had three games as well. We had Chelsfield 1, Croft and Albion 1, which doesn't really help their promotion hopes. Uh, Sporting Club Beckham are going to run away with that division. They'll, they'll win it for sure. Um, and Croft and Albion 2nd, Matagalpa 4th. But that draw doesn't really do them any favours. Probably puts Farnborough 3rds in a stronger position because they've got two games in hand over those sides. Level on points with Matagalpa on 16. Two points behind Croft and Albion, but they've got two games in hand. Again, it's a division where teams take points off each other, so who knows. Then we've got Groundhoppers 2, Bromleyans thirds three, good win for Bromleyans thirds, uh, and Matagalpa 
I'll say Chelsea and Crofton Albion. I was thinking Chelsea played Matty Galper. Chelsea were down in fifth, sorry, on 16 points. Same amount of points as Matty Galper. Matty Galper won 4 1 against Standard Ball. It was a really good result. Standard Ball started the season really well, but they have slipped away a little bit now. Um, and Matty Galper seemed to be going from strength to strength. So Matty Galper up to fourth. They're level on points with Chelsea. Um, Standard Ball is down to eighth now. Um, they've struggled lately, as I say, having started the season really strongly. So Crofton Albion on 18 points from 10 games. Matagalpa on 16 points from 10 games, Chelsfield on 16 points from 10 games, and then Farnborough thirds on 16 points from eight games. So really is all to play for in that division. Chelsfield, Matagalpa, Farnborough and Croft and Albion all playing for second and all got a chance. Um, OK, up to our Premier Division. And again, this looks like a title that may well be decided early. Um, and one of the reasons for that is results this weekend. Old Rome were in second, having drawn with agenda last week. But they lost 6-3 to Elton Town. Brilliant result for Elton Town. A really, really good result for them. Uh, Jake Lovett with two and James Smith with two. So congratulations to Elton Town. That's probably the result of the weekend, that one. Uh, Forestdale, back to winning ways. 3-2 winners over South Dulwich, who have been very competitive all season. Um, so, yeah, such a tight division. I mean, really, those teams, Falconwood, South Dulwich, Eden Park, uh, Falconwood, so Forestdale, Eden Park, Elton Town, Old Rome, they can all beat each other, which is really great. West Wickham Albion as well. Falconwood Reserves drew one all with Eden Park. Eden Park have been on a good little run recently. Uh, that leaves the table of the gender. Four points clear with two games in hand over Old Rome. Um, they're six points clear of West Wickham Albion, having played the same amount and having beaten them recently. Falconwood Reserves could go into second if they win their game in hand. Uh, they're on 20 points. Eden Park on 20 points, but they've played 13. Eltham Town on 19 points from 13 games. Forestdale on 18 points from 11. They could move up. And then we've got South Dulwich on 12 points. Olam on 8. They've picked up their form lately. And in the relegation zone, a bit of a battle. There's Rustlers and Catford. Six and three points. I think Catford might struggle to stay up. Ollam and Rustlers are in that mix for that next place. South Dulwich could get sucked into it, but I think they'll probably do enough. Then we have Cup games, and we had two teams in London Cup action, and both of them lost. Catford and uh, Agenda both lost 3-0 to strong sides. Um, Wood Lane uh, beat Catford 3-0, and Goldfinger beat um, Agenda 3-0. So well done to those sides who progress. Um, so we did have one other late kickoff in our in our prem actually Olam against West Wickham Albion that finished nil nil uh, so West Wickham Albion and Olam sharing the points there Olam they have a really good run lately um, then we had one cup game which was a quarter final of the Queen Mary Cup and Farnborough Thirds narrowly beat Stansfield A two uh, one so um, congratulations Farnborough Thirds they go through into the semi finals they're defending that um, that cup this year. Um, so that's the results from last week and a little update on the tables. Looking ahead to fixtures next week, we've got some um, some more big cup games. So let's go to those first. Queen Mary quarter final, another one. Agenda against Rustlers. Top versus second bottom in our Prem. So you'd expect Agenda to win it. And then a big one in the Ron Pope quarterfinals. Old Roan against Forestdale. Um, Old Roan are second at the moment. Forestdale are seventh. But... Really not much between them. Five points between them and, and Forestdale have a couple of games in hand. So I think that one could go either way. Um, Forestdale had struggled a little bit since Christmas um, to get results. But they beat South Dulwich 3-2 on the weekend. So maybe they are back to their best. Then our Premier Division, John Cooper Premier Division. We've got Eltham Town at home to Ollum. Both teams looking to um, build on some good results lately. 
Falcon Reserves in an early kickoff against Catford. Uh, Westwood Come Albion at home to Eden Park. Westwood Come Albion need to basically win all their games if they're going to challenge agenda. Uh, Jim Hampson Division 1, Bromley and Thirds against Matagalpa, two teams who won last weekend. Sporting Club Beckenham at home to Crofton Albion, that's the top two. Standard Ballers against Groundhoppers, two teams who have struggled a bit this year. Um, they're second bottom and third from bottom. Richard Ailing Division 2, Bexley A at home to Red Velvet A. Uh, big game for Bexley A for sure. Elton Eagles against Nat West is a huge one. That's probably the, the, the fixture of the weekend. And then Ludgeon Legends against Aletico Londres, another massive one. Um, Main Road against Beckenham and Stansfield Forbes against Bexley Heath Lions, though we're not sure Bexley Heath Lions are going to be able to field a side. So some of those Elton Eagles, Nat West, and London Legends, Atletico Londres, to me they're probably the fixtures of the, um, the weekend in the league. Um, and then we've got those amazing cup quarterfinals, which look good too. Um, Bexley A are in second place, uh, and they're playing Red Velvet A, who are in sixth. And again, not many points between them. And then we have um, London Legends in third place against Atletico Londres, who are top at the moment. Atletico Londres really need to think to win pretty much all their games. They're going to challenge Bexley A and Stansfield A for that promotion place. NatWest Elton Eagles as well in that mix. So, yeah, really competitive division. Good to see. Um, that's all from me for this week. Thanks for listening. Hopefully we'll have some good results this weekend and some good games. Thanks. Bye. Hello and welcome to this roundup of the Essex Alliance League football action from the month of February as we head into the spring part of the season. We begin of course with our senior division action and it's one of many divisions actually that are supremely close. At the top of the table sit Brimsdown uh, who have had a good, good run of things in recent weeks. They sit three points clear as things stand with 14 victories from their 21 games played giving them 47 points. In second place at the moment are Woodford East, who've had a bit of a mixed time in recent weeks with a couple of wins uh, and a draw and a defeat. But they're up into, into second with 44 points now, having made up some games in hand also with 14 victories. FC Baresi sit third and they have a game in hand on the teams above. They sit two points further back on 42, having won 13 of their opening 20 games of the season. 12 games still to go for them. But with games in hand, sitting in fourth place, and only two points further back now, Joloff Sports uh, do have all the all the aces in their hands as things stand. 13 victories from 17 so far this season. They sit seven points off the lead with four games in hand. Sporting Hackney have dropped off the pace a little bit, despite being one of the sides to be in amongst the top two or three a month, a month or so ago. Uh, they've now won 12 of their 18 games, but a couple of recent defeats sees them now sitting in 5th place with 39 points. There's then a bit of a gap between 5th and 6th down to 6th place Lymore Gardens who are on 34 points with 10 victories from 21 games. Still 11 games to go for the side based in North London. Just behind them by two further points are May and Baker EC Reserves and despite a bit of a mixed time they have pulled off some excellent results against some of the better sides including a draw against the, the top team and a victory against second place Woodford East in the last couple of weeks. Down in eighth place, we give our first of all congratulations to FC Petricub, who have made the London Senior Trophy final this year, having knocked out a number of Step 6 teams along the way. Uh, they'll play in their final on Tuesday, the 28th of March, down at Sporting Club Thamesmead. In the league, however, they've actually been in some good form there too. Um, 10 victories for, to the, from their 17 games played. Games in hand on the sides above. Could still creep into a top 5 position 
if they were to maintain their form, 31 points there so far. It's also been a good last few weeks for Chadwell Heath Spartans, who despite difficulties in the first half of the season, they have now picked up and gone as far as ninth in the table now, with eight victories from uh, 19 games played, including a big win, 1-0 win at the weekend against third place FC Baresi. A further point behind Chadwell Heath Spartans are friend for development, who again do have games in hand on, on Chadwell Heath just above them, so could well move above if they were to win one or two of those. They have eight victories and eight defeats, plus a draw from their 17 games played, sitting comfortably in 10th place as things stand. There's then quite a big gap of six points down to 11th place Kit Out London, who are on 19 points uh, from 18 games played, five victories and four draws. Um, almost pulling off something against Woodford East at the weekend, but eventually going down 5-4. And a point further back from Kit Out London are Walthamstow Reserves, who have played a few games more than the sides around them. They have 18 points from their 21 games with five victories and three draws. And down in 13th place are Oakside, who are just a point further back there and just hovering above the drop zone as things stand. Five victories and two draws from 19 games played. Still 13 games left in their season to try and steer clear of danger. Now, one of the highest scoring teams in the division are Rapid Chingford, sitting in the relegation zone in 14th place as things stand. Also having played the most games, 23, um, but five victories, including one at the weekend, a key one, uh, sees them sitting on 16 points, just a point away from safety. As I say, though, a lot of sides around them have got games in hand. Down in 15th place and with seven games in hand, in fact, over Rapid Chingford, despite only two points to make up. Dagenham United uh, with just two wins to their name, um, but eight draws um, and only six defeats, actually. One of the lowest defeat ratios in the division. Uh, they sit in 15th place with 14 points. And that's a point clear of Crooks United, who have played 21 games. That's five more than Dagenham just above them. Three victories and four defeats, to, um, sorry, four draws and 14 defeats to their name. Uh, they are still in trouble, um, four points adrift of safety. Bottom of the table, still Blue Marlin, I'm afraid. Um, 17 games played, just the one victory to their name. But a draw in recent weeks, actually, against third place FC Baresi shows what they can do on a good day. But they are getting cut adrift now. Uh, they sit eight points adrift of 16th place Crooks with just five points to their tally so far. But a long way to go in the season. A little run could go a long way for Blue Marlin. We head on now into Premier Division East, and wow, this one is really tight. Two teams at the top of the table yet to taste a league defeat. Underscore United sit top with 12 victories and two draws from their recent games, uh, 35 points to their total. Those two draws, though, having come in recent weeks against uh, one of their rivals, Chingford Athletic, who will cover shortly, and Averley under-23s, who have only lost the one game. But they do yet have, have yet still to be defeated. And as I say, they are three points clear of second place Chingford Athletic, who have an almost identical record, but two games in hand over underscore and could move above them, therefore. Ten victories and two draws and no defeats for Chingford Athletic. Aside, those two looking very much the favourites to be promoted. Down in third place and four points behind those top two, Fairlock Rovers, um, have picked up some form recently and have won 8 of their 13 games played. One draw, four defeats to their name, giving them 28 points in the league um, with around 7 games to go in the season. RCXI, one of the long-term leaders in the division, uh, now down into 4th place um, with a little, little, little bit of a difficult run of form for them. 
eight victories and a draw from 15 so far, but those six defeats um, probably looking to cost them a promotion place as things stand. But they sit comfortably in the middle of the table, 25 points. A point behind them are Wolfram Abbey A, who have five games in hand on RCXI and, and as many as four on the, on the top two sides in the division. So, you know, they do hold a lot, lot of things up their sleeve and actually have the best defence in the division, having only conceded seven goals this season. So they've got 24 points from eight victories um, and two defeats in 10 at the halfway mark of their campaign. A little bit behind on fixtures have been Averley under 23s, largely down to their cup cup exploits this season. They've only played the eight games, so they've got 12 to go. So a long way, long way for them to go still. Five victories, two draws and one defeat to the boys from Averley there. 17 points sees them well in the mix and certainly with the ability to impact things by the end of the season. Then in 7th place we have London Park City who have crept up the table in recent weeks. Uh, 5 victories and a draw from 14 games played seeing them on to 16 points. And again their, their games involving lots of goals. That's 5 points clear of Wapping who are down in 8th place now having played 15. So they've got 5 games of their season left to go. 3 victories and 2 draws seeing them on to 11 points. That's four points clear of Barking under 23s, who have just reached the halfway point in their season. Ten games played, just the two victories and a draw to their names so far. Goal scoring again being the problem here, with just the seven scored in ten games. And they're a point clear of safety as things stand. Three uh, towns sitting in tenth place, but only four games to go to save their season. Two victories to their name. Uh, giving them six points. And both of those victories have come against bottom of the table, Cowley Community, who ha are sitting at the bottom there. A bit of a disappointing campaign for the side from Newbury Park. They do have seven games left to go, but they're going to need to win a number of those now. Three, just the three points on the board from one victory in the season. Over in the West Division, this one is looking mightily close. At the moment, Priory Park do hold a seven-point lead at the top, and you'd say they're probably the favourites for the title. But you probably can't say that because of the sides chasing them down. So Priory Park's record is 12 victories, 2 draws and 2 defeats from 16. Just 2 games to go in their season. So we'll see how many points they can set for the others chasing around them. The closest at the moment, mathematically, are AEK London. Who, as I say, sits 7 points further back. Uh, with 1 game in hand on Priory. So they could cut that gap down to, down to 4 points with victory. 9 victories and 4 draws to the name for the, for the uh, East London based side. It's probably third place CSM London who hold all the aces up their sleeve in this division. Uh, they've just gone over the halfway mark in terms of number of games played because of their cup exploits. Of 10 games they've played, they've won nine of those and only lost one uh, and only conceded seven goals as well. So a great season so far for the side based out of Beckton. They have 27 points and if they obviously were to win those games in hand, they could be easily looking at a first or second place finish there. Down in fourth place, North East Lions. Again, another strong season for them. They'll be hoping to hang on to that top four place in there. Seven victories and five defeats to the name for the side based up in Walthamstow, giving them 21 points with six games of their season left to run. And that's a point ahead of London Cranes, who do have a game in hand over North East Lions, so they're probably the favourites to finish in the top four if they were to win those games. Um, been involved in a number of low-scoring games, but they have won six of those 11 and two draws to just the three defeats for the side from East Ham, giving them 20 points. 
There's a gap of three points then down to sixth place Leighton City, who have played a lot more games also than the sides above them. They've played 15, so they've got only three left. But five victories and two draws is a largely improved um, campaign for them uh, under their new their new name this season. And also finding goal scoring quite, quite easy, the second highest in the division with 44. Uh, four points further back in seventh place are Seoul. Uh, the Dagenham-based side here, 11 games played, so seven to go, three victories, four draws, four defeats uh, for the for the Dagenham-based side there, um, and a positive goal difference as well. So they, there's a little bit of potential there to try and finish maybe in the top five or six. Down in eighth place, we have G7, who have 11 points from their 14 games played, meaning they've got four left to try and break into that kind of top six or seven position. Just the three wins in what's largely been a disappointing campaign for the side based in Hackney. Um, but they'll hopefully try and finish the season with some momentum. The two sides presently sitting in the, in the bottom two are ninth place Wanstead, who are four points behind safety and having played two games more than the side above them. Uh, so there's much to do in their remaining two fixtures this season. Two wins and a draw uh, to their account so far, giving them seven points. And that's three points ahead of bottom of the table, Athletic Newham under 23s, who have improved in recent weeks and score lines have been becoming more favourable for them. But they do still sit adrift. In fact, they're seven points away from safety. But they do have a couple of games in hand on the teams around them. Um, but just the one win and one draw suggests they're going to really have to turn their form around in those remaining games this campaign. We move on into Division 1, and this is another really tight division. Um, presently led by Newham Wanderers at the top of the table there with 31 points from their opening 14 games. Four games left to go in their season, 10 victories and a draw, uh, three defeats accompanying that, that, that total. But it's the sides chasing just behind who probably offer the great threat here. With Redbridge Community sitting uh, point, six points further back and having three games in hand over the leaders. Eight wins and a draw to their name so far, just the two defeats. So they can certainly move top based on the record that they have and the games they have in, in hand. And it's third place something from nothing, much like in the Premier Division West, who have had a great cup run, which has curtailed their league form somewhat. But the, of the nine league games they've been able to play, they've won eight of them. Just the one defeat to their name for the County Cup semi-finalists. Uh, and only conceded nine goals too, meaning they've they've um, been quite, quite solid in defence and they have 24 points. They're just a point off the promotion places with two games in hand. Sitting down in fourth place, and Ilford Reserves have had a, a reasonable season so far. Ten games played, um, seven victories from those ten, and three defeats as they sit on 21 points. And another side certainly with the ability to um, make an impact on, on the finishing positions. And that's a similar story to fifth place Unity who also have played 10 games, six victories and a draw to their name, and just 11 goals conceded uh, as they moved their points tally this season on to 19. There's a bit of a gap then down to the bottom half of the table, which begins with Old Estamians, who sit on just the 13 points so far from 13 games. Uh, five games left in their season to try and improve on that. Four victories and a draw for the side from Newbury, Newbury Park. Down in seventh place... Uh, a very similar points record here. 12 games played for Eagles football, 12 points accrued. Um, so they've got six games left in their campaign to try and move move up in their debut season. Three victories and three draws. Um, goal scoring being their issue, the lowest here in the division with just 14 so far. 
Then we have the sides locked near the bottom of the end of the table. Eighth place, Atal. Had a good month on the Cups front. They moved into the semi-finals of the Division 1 Cup with a victory against fourth place, Ilford, in recent weeks. Um, but they'll need to try and convert some of that Cup form into league points too. They're running out of games. Four games left of their season. They sit on 11 points to three victories and two draws, um, which is two points clear of the danger zone just at the moment. And that danger zone is made up of two teams, which begin with ninth place Renegades, who picked up a first league success on the pitch, at least at the, at the weekend. Um, they now have two victories to their record, nine points from their opening 14. Like four games to try and save their, their status in Division 1. And that's only a point clear of bottom of the table, Kwanzaa's London Sport, who have also only sitting a, a, a victory away from really moving out of the relegation zone and do have a game in hand on the teams above them. Um, so much to play for for the sides at the bottom end of Division 1 in the coming weeks. Now we move on into Division 2, uh, where Snaresbrook continue to pile the pressure on the rest, really, but they do only hold a two-point gap at the top as things stand. Quite remarkably, 11 wins from 11 and only two goals conceded all season, um, which is a, a quite remarkable feat. Um, 52 goals scored in that campaign also, which gives them a very healthy goal difference as they sit here on the top with 33 points. But Rain and Phoenix won't have given up the ghost just yet. They sit in second place, having played two more games and they've also lost two fixtures as well, including one against Nairsbrook. But the reverse game against the two could be vital. Um, 10 victories and a draw for Raynham here with 31 points. And that's a point ahead of third place Royal Forest, who with five games of the season left have played the most in the division. Um, 10 victories and five defeats to, for the side based in Loughton. Um, still with, with the potential for a second place finish if results around them go in their favour. And that's a similar story to fourth place Woodford East Reserves who have won nine and lost six so far this season, um, having turned around their form in the middle part of the season somewhat and breaking into that top four. They have 27 points. And that's the same points tally as fifth place FC Baresi, although they do have games in hand, um, having only played 13. So they've got seven games left of their season. As I say, they also sit on 27 and only four points off the promotion places. So this really is a, a strong battle forming for those top two positions. Down in 6th place, we have Old Barcabians, who have won 8 of their 14, but they have lost 6 in what's been a largely indifferent season, but 24 points sees them very safely in the middle middle of the table. Just ahead of, uh, just behind Old Barks there are Lymore Gardens Reserves, who sit 7th in the standings, um, 7 victories and 7 defeats in a quite symmetrical um, season for them. 21 points accrued, again, very, very safely, sitting above any, any danger of... of issues below down on 13 points so eight points behind that little cluster of teams begins chadwell heath spartans reserves who have played 13 and won four and drawn one of their 13 games giving them 13 points in this season um which is not too bad considering they do hold at the moment a seven point lead over the sides uh, in, in immediate danger which begins with ninth placed rebridge community reserves where only goal difference keeps them outside of the relegation zone just at the moment um, on six points with two victories from their 11 games. Games in hand, though, for the Redbridge community side there could see them move somewhat further up the table. Uh, the relegation zone begins with 10th place St Francis, who have six points to their name so far this year um, from 12 games and what's been a largely disappointing season for the Saints 
Um, but with eight games of their campaign still to play, you never know. You never know. Don't give up. Bottom of the table are Barking Potters, uh, for whom games are definitely starting to run out. But they do have five left, but they are pointless in the league so far. So they are needing their fortunes to change quite dramatically in the remaining five weeks. We move on into Division 3, and the headline has already been made in this one, with Newbury East confirmed as league champions only a week ago. Um, having accrued 49 points from their 18 games played so far this season, a total that now can't be chased down by any of the sides around them. So it's congratulations to Newbury East, uh, who are the Division 3 champions this season. But the race for promotion is definitely still on. At the moment, it's definitely in the hands of Joloff Sports Reserves, who have three games left in their campaign to try and win that. They probably need to win at least a couple of their remaining three fixtures. Uh, they have 14 wins and three defeats to their name, giving them 33 points so far this year. Down in third place are Friendford A, who could go level with Joloff on points if they were to win both of their games in hand, but goal difference here could be a big factor uh, for that. Friendford have eight wins and three draws to their name in the season so far, giving them 27 points. That's the same total as Chingford Harriers, who themselves are probably running out of games now to try and finish in the top two, they have six wins and three draws to their name so far this season. Uh, they sit in fourth place. Glendale have uh, still have a hand on things if they were to win their remaining games, but they will need a favour from some of the other sides around them to try and get that second second spot finish. Um, with seven victories and a draw from their games, seeing them onto 25 points with five games left remaining. Games in hand, I say, could still be a big factor here. Sixth place, Melbourne Sports are sitting a point further behind on 24, very safely in the middle of the table after picking up some recent points and getting back to winning ways. Nine wins, seven defeats from 16 so far this year. Down in seventh place and the side with the most games in hand are Flyers under 21. So you never quite know where they may finish, but they, they, they if they were to win a large proportion of those, they could still be looking for a higher placed finished. They have 7 wins from 13 and 21 points to their name. There's then quite a gap of 6 points down to the sides at the bottom end of the division, all of whom are very near to finishing their, their campaigns. Beginning with 8th place, Buckhurst Way, who did have a great spell of form post-Christmas, um, and they but they haven't really been able to keep that moving in recent weeks. Just the 4, four wins and 3 draws from 17 games played, giving them 15 points and three games of the season remaining. Down in ninth place, uh, Dagenham United reserves a point further back on 14. Three wins and five draws to their name uh, with four games left of their season to try and finish uh, above the bottom two, which at the moment comprises of 10th uh, place Romford under-21s, who only have one game left this season to try and save themselves. They will have to pick up at least a win at the weekend given their goal difference um, in their final game. Four victories and a draw from the side based over at Westlands. Um, uh, not, not been a terrible season for them, but again, a little bit disappointed to be finishing in the bottom two as things stand. Football Club of Riverside are six points further back, but do have six games in hand on the teams above them. So a little bit, a little, little spurt of form could see them grab um, a, a bit of safety and stay in the, in the division. But as things stand, they do remain bottom with two wins and a draw from their 13 games. 
And on to the final division that we will look at is Division 4, which at the moment, Romford under-19s lead the way and are now just one victory away from securing the league title in this division. They sit on 35 points and are yet to be beaten. 11 victories and 2 draws. The latest of those draws actually coming at the weekend just gone. Um, seeing them uh, sit 7 points clear of the chasing sides. The closest to them at the moment is Fairlock Rovers Reserves, who picked up a win at the weekend to keep the pressure on them. Nine wins and a draw to their name, giving them 28 points, but only three games left of their season. As you can see, Romford will just need the one more to confirm the, the league title. But they'll face a tough battle in that last game because they, they'll be facing a Collier Row side sitting third, who have only been beaten twice this year also, uh, with 24 points from 12 games. So that game in hand... Uh, could be could be could be vital towards the end of the year if Fairlock were to drop points, um, um, but they they sit comfortably in third place and with, with a fair fair proportion of the season still to go. Down in fourth place, it's been a strange old season for West Essex under 23s. They led the division early on um, in the season, did have a poor spell of form in the middle part of the season, and then came back hard at the end. Um, and then they now sit as high as fourth. With 20 points from 16 games played, six victories and two draws there, making that up. Two games left in the season to try and keep that momentum building and hopefully move forward next season. Three points further behind, uh, behind West Essex there, are Old Estamians Reserves, who sit fifth in the standings uh, with a couple of games in hand to make up. If they were to win those, they could, of course, break into that top four. They have five wins and two draws to their name, seeing them sit on 17 points. And a couple of points further back are Avondale Rangers, who with four games of their season left have five victories um, to their name. Um, so, and But they are in the Cup semi-final. They have something else to look forward to as the season progresses towards a conclusion. Also on 15 points are Flyers under 23s, who have got five games left this season to try and move themselves into a mid-table kind of area if they can. Five victories, 60 feet from 11. Um, they'll hope for more as we finish up the season. And the bottom two, as things stand, begin with Emerson and Upminster Reserves, who have two games left to try and finish away from the bottom two. They have 12 po points so far. All of that have come from four victories in their full team. And bottom of the table, um, cut adrift here by seven points, are Newham and Havering Borough, who have three games left of their season, and they'll need to win all three of those to avoid the wooden spoon if they were to try and do so. Just the one win and two draws for a largely disappointing season there, probably, in their minds. And that brings to a conclusion our roundup of the Essex Alliance League action for the month of February. We look forward to bringing you more news and hopefully some information about our upcoming cup finals in our next report in March. But goodbye for now. This is Andrew Gidley with the NRG Kent County Football League Roundup, starting with the results. In the Premier Division, Borden Village 2, Red Velvet 1, New Romney 2, Kings Hill 2, Oxford United 3, Chipstead 4, Stansford OMB 0, Hawes 3, Tenenby 0, Bromleyans 3, Tenterton Town 0, Hawkingstown 1. Division 1 Central and East, Gurunanic 0, Rochester City 1, K-Sports Reserves 1, Woodnesborough 2, Rostal Reserves 1, Snodland Town Reserves 2, Sturry 1, Greenway Aces 4, Whitstable Town Reserves 1, Ashford 7. 
Division 1 West, Belvedere 0, Brighton Roach Reserves 0, Club Langley 2, Metrogas 0, Craven Arrows 1, Long Lane 4, Crockenhill 0, Bexley 6, Equinocchial 2, Danson Sports 0, Sporting Club Tendred Reserves 2, South East Athletic 1. Division 2, Central and East, AFC Rangers 5, Sittingbourne Reserves 0, Lidtown Reserves 0, Cuxton 91 Reserves 3, Minster Reserves 7, Tankerton 0, Tenton Town Reserves 3, Ellsford 0. Division 2 West, Bexley Reserves 1, Orpington 1, Bromleyans Reserves 1, FC Greenwich 2, Parkwood Rangers 3, Farnborough Boys Guild 0, Stansford OMB Reserves 3, Dulwich Village 1. Division 3 Central and East, Chillum 3, Baypoint Club 4, Sinkports Reserves 3, New Romney Reserves 2, Kings Hill Reserves 3, Selinge 0, Lockford Reserves 2, Lennon Wanderers 1, Paddockwood 2, Locomotive Canterbury 1. In the Bill Mantlow Interregional Cup quarterfinal, Peckham Town 2, Idehill 3, and in the Vets competition, second round of the Vets Cup, Aylesford 1, New Ash Green 3 after extra time, Fox 3, FC Ditton 3, Fox 1, 5, 4 on penalties, Woodcombe Sports and Social 7, K Sports 0. In Division 2, Cobham Colts 2 and Corian's Albion 3. And in Division 3, Kings Hill 2, Cuxton 1, Stablehurst Monarchs 2, K Sports United 1. In the London Junior Cup quarter final, AMG Ballers 2, Camden and Islington United 0. And in the Seven Oaks Senior Charity Cup quarterfinals, Hall's Official Reserves 2, The Mighty Saints 0, Westrum 4, Cuxton 91 5. Now the weekend review. Starting in the Premier Division, Minster without a game stay 10 points clear at the top after Red Velvet's defeat at Borden Village. At the bottom, Bromleyans make it back to back wins and move above Oxford United. Details from the Premier Division, Lee Armstrong and Robert Noy netted the Borden Village's goals in the 2-1 win over Red Velvet. Chipster third are coming from 3-2 down to win 4-3 in the 7x derby at Oxford United. Paul Lee hit his 16th of the season. Hawkinger fourth after a 1-0 win at Tenterton Town. New Romney and Kings Hill drew 2-2. Casey Williams and Dan Binder for Romney. Ben Shields and Rob Miles for Kings Hill. James Bayford scored his 12th of the season as Hawes won 3-0 at Stansfield. Bromleyans made it two in a row, 3-0 at 10MB, following up that victory against Tenterton the previous week. In the Bill Mantlow Regional Challenge Cup, victory for Ide Hill after extra time, 3-2 at Peckham Town. Jamie Fern scored twice and Luca Catchbury in the other. In Division 1 Central and East, Ryan Lewis's hat-trick and two from Kieran Shrimpton helped Central and East leaders Ashford win 7-1 at Woodstall Town Reserves. Callum Coombe scored twice as Greenway Aces won 4-1 at Sturry. In Division 1 West, Corey Spencer's hat-trick led Bexley to a 6-0 win at Crockenhill. In Division 2 Central and East, Emmanuel Abe was another hat-trick scorer as AFC Rangers beat second-place Sittingbourne 5-0. The club is seeking a new home next season, targeting Medway or the surrounding areas. And in Division 2 West, Marcus Odo Bonojo scored twice as Parkwood beat Farnborough Boys Guild 3-0. Division 3 Central East, Baypoint to upset leaders Chillum 4-3, while the two teams immediately behind them, Paddockwood and Kings Hill, both won, while in Division 3 West, Metrogas, Division 3 West, Metrogas reserves continued their winning form, six in a row, 5-0 against AFC Lewisham. 
And in the London Junior Cup, AMG Ball has moved into the semi-finals. 2-0 winners over Camden and Islington United. Goals by Jordan Grebe and David Abe secured the victory. Boss Chris Sumborg tweeting, To Sam over the moon is an understatement. Great win against a very good side. As we move into the month of March, a check on the league table, starting in the Premier Division, where Minster lead the way, 48 points from 20 games played, Red Velvet second, 38 from 20, and Gypsy third, 38 from 21. At the bottom, 10 MB, 7 from 21, Oxford United, 7 from 19, and Bromleyans, 11 from 19, boosted by those two back-to-back wins against Tenderton and 10 MB. In Division 1, Ashford are top, 45 from 18. Greenways is second, 37 from 18. And Cuxton third, 36 from 14. At the bottom, West Farley, naught from 14. Guru Nanak, 14 from 14. Rochester City, 15 from 19. Boosted by that 1-0 win at Guru Nanak on Saturday. In Division 1 West, Bexley lead the way, 44 from 19. Welling Park second, 40 from 19. With Equinocular on a good winning run, 37 from 19. At the bottom, Crockenhill, 2 from 16. Southeast Athletic, 3 from 18. And Belvedere, 8 from 20. In Division 2 Central and East, Deal Town Reserves have claimed the league title. That to be confirmed, but uh, they... Uh, Head the table with 45 points from 15 games played. Sittingbourne Reserves 26 from 16 and Tendenton Town Reserves 24 from 14. At the bottom, Lidtown Reserves still pointless after 12 games. Tankerton 9 from 17 and Aylesford 11 from 12. In Division 2 West, Falkenwood 4 points clear at the top, 31 from 13. Ahead of Parkwood Rangers 27 from 13 with Fleetdown United Reserves 3rd, 25 from 14. At the bottom, Dulwich Village, 5 from 16, Farnborough Boys Guild, 13 from 13, and FC Greenwich, 3rd bottom, 14 from 13. In Division 3, Central and East, Chillum lost for only the third time in 17 games at the weekend. They lead the table, 38 points from 17, but uh, it's a real concertina effect now at the uh, well, with the chasing clubs, Paddock Wood 2nd, on a great run, 36 from 18, Kings Hill Reserves, 34 from 17, and Selinge, 33 from 17. At the bottom, Lennon Wanderers, 5 from 14, St. Ports, 7 from 17, and Larkford New Hyde Reserves, 18 from 16. Finally, Division 3 West, uh, AMG Ballers, topping the table, 32 points in 12 games play, and semi-finalists in the London Junior Cup. Hall's reserves, 27 from 11, and Metrigas on a great run after a poor start to the season, 21 from 12. At the bottom, AFC Lewisham, 0 from 12, Oxford United reserves, 8 from 14, and Long Lane reserves, 10 from 14. Now a monthly check on the league goalscorers. Well, Kelechi Egesini is now making uh, a, a new career for himself at Stade de Rheem, but he uh, still leads the uh, Kent County League goal-scoring charts with 31 goals from 10 games. Dan Bransbury's on a prolific run for Paddock Wood, has got 21 from 14. Ashley Boyd from Selinge, 20 from 21. Danny Rowe from Cuxon, 1991, 20 from 20. Corey Spencer from Bexley with a couple of recent hat-tricks, 20 from 16. Edie Borges of Dance and Sports, 19 from 14. Anthony Ty of Welling Park, 18 from 20. Roy Godden of New Romney, 17 from 21. Brian Golding of Hawes, 17 from 13. And Jake Lang, who's played for both Sinkports Reserves, Woodnesborough and Sinkports, 17 from 16. Filling the other 
Top 15 places, Larry Atamuto of Bexley, 16th and 12th. Luke Collett of Guru Nanak, 16th and 13th. Liam Johnson of Club Langley, 16th and 15th. James Bayford of Hawes, 15th and 22 And Anthony Fennick of Sporting Club Tensbury Reserves, 15th from 16. Hi guys, Rav here from Grand Sports Club, representing the Rochin District League. Uh, coming with results from last week. Starting in the Prem, Ballstall and Bredhurst Juniors was an away walk-up at Bredhurst. Medway City winning 3-0 against Riverside. And Rochester City Reserves also winning 3-0 against Gillingham Bilbao. In Division 1, Bly Sports losing 3-1 to Greenwood Aces R&D. Uh, ourselves Grand Sports had a home walk-up win against the Coach and Horses. Um, and then a rearranged fixture with Little Shastard winning two ourselves winning two one. Hamhill drawing two all with Raynham Kenworth. The Appiard winning six one against Grey's End. In Division Two, Kemp Marina Saturday losing eight two to Beechwood seventy six. ME three winning four one against Bolster Wanderers. Teckers losing two one to Stockbridge Athletic. Woodcombe Sport and Social Town winning two one against FC Walden. In Division Three. AFC United Medway drawing 1-0 against the Village Upchurch and Corin's Academicals winning 5-0 against Woodcombe Sport and Social Saturday. Black Eagle winning 5-1 against Average Joes and Hunton winning 7-1 against Medway Stars Reserves. Rainham 84 losing 3-1 to Pegasus 81. And a delayed Ted Snelling Cup game Upchurch winning 4-0 against Eccles Reserves. Fixtures for next weekend, or this weekend. In the premises, Bulls will take on Miletown, Medway City take on Rochester City Reserves, and Upchurch take on Park Regis Saturdays. Bly Sports take on ourselves Grand Sports, Cannon 24 take on Greenway Aces, Raynham Kenilworth take on the Coach and Horses, Appleyard take on Eccles, in Division 2, Beechwood 76 have Techers, Eccles Reserves have Stockbury Athletic. FC Walden have Kemp Marina. In Division 3, Hunton take on Black Eagle. Medway Stars Reserves face St. Collins Academicals. Pegasus 81 have Royal Saints. Up Village Upchurch take on Woodcombe Sport and Social Saturday. Uh, in a doubleheader. And we also have some cup action. Quarter Century Cup. Group A, Hamhill have Gillingham Bilbao. Riverside have Little Shastard. Um, both those are semi-finals, and in the quarter century cup, Group B, and these are semi-finals as well. Ulster Wanderers take on AFC United Midway, and Raynham 84 take on Raynham Kenilworth United. Just going to have some tables as we reach the conclusion of the season. Uh, in the Prem, Midway City and Park Regis and Upchurch are your top three. Midway City sit on 24 points, but uh, Park Regis Saturday have three games in hand on them. Uh, and only sitting three points behind. In Division 1, Greenwood Aces sit top after 11 games, with Ham Hill just behind them on 20 points, and ourselves Grand Sports Club in third on 18 points, 11 points behind. Um, but ourselves, we have three games in hand, and Ham Hill two games in hand on the leaders. Uh, top of Division 2 is ME3. Uh, 27 points after 10 games with Woodcombe Sport and Social Town 6 points behind but have played 2 games more and Division 3 
Pegasus 81 and Raynham 84 are your top two teams. Pegasus top with 24 points after 12 games. However, Raynham 84 have played two games less and are only three points behind on 21 points. Welcome back for your latest roundup of the Southern Veterans Football League, part of the Selk Grassroots Podcast. Let's get straight into looking back at the Saturday, the 25th of February's results. Kicking off in Division 1, Independent 5, Glebe 1, Johnson and Phillips 1, New Park 5, LSU Masters 7, Leon Stars 1, and the remaining Division 1 fixture, Charcoal 2, Sporting Santos 2. Um, great result for Sporting Santos. Um, Charcoal dropping, dropping some more points, which is um, unusual. So, um, yeah, good result. Opens up the league, definitely. Um, so, yeah, moving on to Division 2. Catford Wanderers 2, LSU Legends 0, Norwood Lakers 1, Parkwood Rangers 2, Seagas 2, Bow Street Runners 2, Inter Division 3, Kingsdale 1, Groundhoppers 3, SP Athletic 2, Bromley 3, Inter Division 4, Blythe Hill 0, Borden Sports 3 Greenwich Challenge 3 Swanscombe Tigers 8 Inter Division 5 Cullum United 1 Catford Wanderers Old Boys 4 Catford Wanderers Old Boys have been on a real good run of form now that's uh, some really good results they've had over the last few weeks and uh, a month so I should see them with a strong end to the season. Could be in line for a promotion. Um, Seven Oaks Town 2, Chips did 2, and Westrum Seniors 2, Sporting Croydon 6. Into Division 6, Bromleyans B5, Who Vets Red 1. Greenways Aces 4, Sporting Club Thamesmead 0, Alpington 0, LSU Old Boys 5. Into Division 7, Gravesham Borough B1, Old Peppies 2nd 11 3, LSU Super Vets 1, South East Athletic 2nd 11 4, Rustlers 3, Seymour Villa 1, Seagas Super Vets 3, Welling Park 1. That is all your league fixtures, just one, um, it's all your league results, sorry. Um, just one cup result for the 25th of Feb, and that was in the Beckenham Hospital Cup, and that is Wallingham B3, Metro Gas 6. That is all your results for last Saturday. Let's look ahead at the fixtures for 
this coming Saturday, the 4th of March. Straight off with Division 1. Leon Stars, for, um, Leon Stars, yeah, sorry, versus Johnson and Phillips. Metro Gas versus Sporting Santos. Into Division 2. Yeah, just the two league fixtures there for Division 1. So into Division 2, LSU Legends versus Parkwood Rangers. Seagas versus Hollington. Wallingham A versus Bow Street Runners. Into Division 3, X Blues versus Groundhoppers. Fleet Down United versus SP Athletic. Hayden into youth Division 4. Hayden Youth Association versus Blythe Hill. Swanscombe Tigers versus Crayford Arrows. Warlingham B versus Greenwich Challenge. And Warren Athletic versus South East Athletic. Into Division 5. Croygas Phoenix versus Westerham Seniors. LSU Seniors versus Catford Wanderers Old Boys. That should be a good game. Catford Wanderers on a strong run of form. And uh, the seniors are, have been picking up results. So, yeah, that should be a good game. Um, Division 5, still Sydney Sports versus Seven Oaks Town. Division 6, Hoovets Red versus Old Peppies. Orpington versus AFC Greencourt. Warlingham Supervets versus excuse me, Slade Green Knights. Into Division 7, LSU Super Vets versus Rustlers. Petswood Seniors versus Old Peppies, second 11. Seymour Villa versus Gravesham Borough, B. South East Athletic, second 11 versus Welling Park. Um, just to finish off with three cup fixtures by the looks of it in the Chairman's Cup. With Cottam United versus Bromleyans B, Greenways Aces versus Chipstead, and Longlands Athletic versus LSU Old Boys. That is all your league fixtures for the 4th of March. Not many fixtures to talk about. Um, let's have a quick run through, shall we, of the tables. Division 1, end of Feb. We are looking at only nine teams in the league now with Long Lane who folded earlier on in the season. So running down first to ninth, um, only one team to be relegated, um, I would suggest, off the back of Long Lane's um, folding. So currently leading away, independent in first, played 11 with 25 points. Sitting second is LSU Masters. Um we played eight and have 21 points, so we're only four points behind and three games in hand. So, um, with any luck, that could see us go top of the table if we win our games in hand. Um, in third is Charcoal, played seven with 16 points. Um, obviously, Charcoal dropped some points recently, which has seen um, seen uh, the gap Potentially, that if they'd have won, obviously they could have gone 
clear at top as well. So that would bring them in tight with Independent if they were to win their games in hand. So, um, yeah, hotting up at the top there. Sporting Santos in fourth have been on a good run of form recently. Um, they've played nine and have 15 points. Leon Stars are fifth, played 11 with 15 points. Strange strange team. We played them on Saturday. Um, they've won four games, but Saturday they just they were just a brave side, but physically they just tried to kick the life out of you and not really play football. Um, but yeah, they must have obviously got some decent results earlier part of the season. As their last couple of results have seen them take some some uh, big big defeats. Um, but hey, that is what it is, isn't it? Um, in sixth, New Park played 12 with 12 points. Glebe in seventh with 10 games played and 10 points scored. And Metro Gas in eighth played 10, nine points on the board. And currently sitting ninth are Johnson and Phillips played 12 and only five points on the board. Moving into Division 2. Leading the way in Division 2, Catford Wanderers. Um, no surprise really there to me. Um, very good side. Started off horrendously last season. Um, picked up towards the end of the season and have continued that on into this season. Um, leading the way, played 11, 25 points on the board. Although... Hollington are hot on their heels and are sitting second um, with 22 points and they've only played eight games. So they do have three games in hand, which would see Hollington go clear at the top if they were to win those. Obviously, um, still got to get those points on the board, haven't they? But yeah, um, looking like that could hot up quite well um, at the top of the table as well. Wallingham are currently sitting se- uh, third sorry, with 21 points. So yeah. Three teams at the top um, looking like they're going to be battling it out. And I guess really you could even include Seagas in there, sitting in fourth, played eight games, and they've got 17 points. So um, we shall see. Um, in fifth place, FC Kawuya played nine, 16 points. Um, sixth place, Bow Street Runners played 12, 13 points. Seventh place, Parkwood Rangers um, played 12, got 10 on the board. The... LSU Legends are in 8th and have played 8 and 7 points in ninth, and yeah this is weird Cray Wanderers they folded they have 100% folded all their results have been wiped off the board um, and are on 0 points um, but yeah Norwood Lakers are currently sitting bottom even though they played 12 they're getting humped um, obviously, gold difference is minus 32. They have no points. Haven't won a game. Lost all 12. But Cray Wanderers are done. They're out. So, yeah, it's it looks curtains for the, the Norwood Lakers, to be perfectly honest. Um, that is your Division 2 table. Into Division 3, where, um, yeah, realistically, this one is done all by the shouting. Um, leading the way are Bromley played 12 and have 30 points 
In second, our Graves from Borough A have played 10 and have 21 points. Um, in third, our ISP Athletic with nine played 9 and have 15 points. So, as I say, that looks pretty wrapped up to me. Um, there is only 8 teams in this league as well, so um, not many games left for their season, I think, um, for, for most of the teams in that division. Um, Groundhoppers... Um, you know, groundhoppers realistically, they I could be I could be wrong here. Groundhoppers are sitting fourth. They've only played six games. I know they've had a decent running cups, um, and they have twelve points on the board. So, you know, they may well they may well be thinking they can still get into the top two. You know, because um, they do have a number of games in hand, four over second and you know, basically six over the um, Bromley and first. So, um, I don't know if they've got to play. Obviously. Um, them twice or maybe even just once at the top there so that could be important um in fifth place are kingsdale played 13 with 12 points in sixth place x blues played 12 and have 11 points um in seventh is new park vets 2000 played eight and have nine points and fleet down united are in eighth um played 10 and 8 points on the board moving into division 4 leading the way and this is definitely no surprise is Borden Sports played 12, won 12 28 goals um, difference 36 points on the board um, I believe Nucky's, Matt Nucky's playing for them as well who was um, previously at Glebe um, Crayford won Bell and New Park, I think it was earlier this season. Um, so played lots of top-level football and Vets football first division. Um, so, yeah, no, no wonder they're, um, they're romping away with that league, to be perfectly honest. That is as done as done can be. Currently vying out for second place, it would be Hayden between Hayden Youth and Swanscombe and warning them by the looks of it. But yeah, Hayden Youth are currently in second, played 12, 21 points on the board. Swanscombe Tigers are in third, played 11 with 19 points. And Wallingham are sitting in fourth, played 10 with 18 points. Warren Athletic are fifth, played 12 with 17 points. So I guess if people drop points above, they might still consider they're in a shout. Um... Sixth place is Southeast Athletic, played 10 with 16 points. So I guess they probably think they might be in the shout as well. Um, Crayford Arrows, they are, they're not in the shout. Played 14, have 16. So um, yeah, there'd be some miracle for them to kind of go and get enough points with other teams having a few games in hand over them. Greenwich Challenge um, are eighth, played 13 and have 10 points on the board with Blythe Hill in ninth, played 14, only five points on the board. It looks like it's going to still be a struggle to the end of the season for Blythe. And in 10th, Aztec folded, so they're done. Even though they won the league the year before, weird, very strange. Um, into Division 5, Cardiff United are leading the way of Division 5. Played 14, 29 points on the board. In second, Catford Wanderers Old Boys 
have played nine and have 23 points on the board. Um, yeah, six points behind with five games in hand. And Catford, as I said earlier in the podcast, Catford have been on a very good run. I managed to see them a few weeks ago, actually, because we didn't have a game. Um, and they were a very good side. Um, it's probably too good for Division 5, to say the least, yeah. Um, but, yeah, they haven't lost a game all season. Um, so, therefore, with five games in hand, I would certainly think that they are definitely going to be getting promoted this season. And they will 100% think that they can be going up as champions. I'm sure of that. Um, into third place, we have Sporting Croydon, who have played 10 and have 21 points on the board. In fourth place is LSU Seniors, played 11 with 19 points. Um, in fifth place, Sydney Sports, played 13 and have 19 points on the board. Just struggling for goals are Sydenham. With only a minus four goal difference, they do struggle to score. Um, that has really hampered them this season. So into sick place, Westrum seniors played 13, have 13 points on the board. In seventh, Corey Gas Phoenix played eight and with 12 points on the board. They'll think they can be and a fair chance of moving up. They can get some results with their games in hands. They could probably move up a good couple of positions, really. Um, finish the season quite strongly. Um, bringing up 8th and ninth. 8th is Chips did. Played 11, 5 points on the board. And ninth Seven Oaks Town. With played 13 and only 4 points on the board. It would be some going for them to string enough results together in my opinion, for them to stay up in Division 5. It may look like a a drop into Division 6 is on the cards for for both those teams. Um, Yeah, they just seem to be cut adrift. Croigas, as I say, Croigas Phoenix have got games in hand over a number of teams in that division, so they would hope to be pushing up the table rather than looking down the table. So it would appear that Chipstead and Seven Oaks will be in Division 6 next season. Moving on to Division 6, who could be going out of this division and up? Um, yeah, okay, this is a bit of a strange one. Sporting, in first, the Sporting Club Thamesmead, they, they, they got beat 4-0, I believe, last weekend, but they played 14 and they're top of the table with 32 points. Um, so, yeah, it's a bit of a weird one. Old Peppies are sitting second. They played nine and have 24 points. So they've got five games in hand. They would 100% be thinking they can win this league still. Um, Greenway's Aces are currently in third. Only played eight league games. And this is a big old division. There's 11 teams in this, so 20 games to be played. Um, still enough points in that for for some big changes probably at the top realistically if you can get a good run of results together um, Sporting Club Timmersmead to have got points on the board at least but I guess if Old Peppies and Greenways sitting said second or third respectively can um, you know they could they could really make a, um, a change at the top there for the first challenging for the first position 
So we'll see how that one unfolds. Actually, division seats could be a good one to keep an eye out for and, and see how that pans out towards the end of the year. Um, in fourth, LSU Old Boys played 10, 22 points on the board. Yeah, they, they, they'll they be in with the shout, you know, as well. They've got some decent players in the Old Boys team. So they could well be in for the mix. This is going to be a big old battle for for um, first and second, I think, in this division once everyone starts to get the similar amount of games being played. In fifth, Hovets Red played 13, 21 points on the board. Sixth is Bromleyans played 12 with 17 points on the board. In seventh, Longlands Athletic played 12 with 16 points on the board. Alpenton are in eighth with 13 played and 12 points on the board. With Slade Green Knights in ninth, played 11 and 12 points. In 10th and 11th, respectively, are Warlingham Superbets played 12 with two points. AFC Green Court with played 14 with two points. Some horrendous goal differences there. Minus 50 for Warlingham and minus 61 for AFC Green Court. It would appear they will be going into Division 7 just on a basis they're 10 points behind they've played more games even though this is a big decision they're, they're just way too many points behind they haven't picked up obviously many points all season just two draws and their goal differences are, are just hampering them because that would kill them even if they had a sniff at coming up to save themselves from relegation um, last but not least Division 7 leading away um Seagas, Supervets, in first place, played 15, 38 points. That is a good haul of points for them. Um, only two draws and a loss, otherwise all wins. So yeah, they have had a solid season so far. Um, and only nine teams in this league, so only 18... Uh, no, sorry, what are they going to be playing then? 16 games, isn't it? So they only have one game left. So they need to, yeah. You'd want they they want to finish that one with a win to give themselves a solid place and hope that others drop away because there are still Southgate, Southgate. Jesus Christ! What am I thinking about England for? Um, in second place, South East Athletic, second eleven have played twelve and have thirty points. So yeah, they might. They're gonna. There's gonna be some nervous people if Seagas don't win that last game. Um, depends on who they play. In third place, Welling Park played 10, 27 points on the board. In fourth, Old Pepe, second 11, um, 12 played and 19 points. In fifth, Rustlers played 13 with 19 points. In sixth is Seymour Villa with 12 points out of their 12 games. Seventh, Petswood Seniors, 13 games played and 10 points scored. In 8th, Gravesham Borough B, 13 played and 9 points on the board. And last but not least, in 9th, LSU Supervets played 12 and just the solitary 1 point. So that is your league uh, roundup of all things football for Southern Veterans Football League. We've had the results for last Saturday, we've had the fixtures for this Saturday and we've gone through the tables and given my opinion on some teams that may think they've got a chance to win the league um, and the ones that I think they'll be in a shout of getting promotion and a division to keep an eye on. 
um, being Division 6, I believe. Um, you know, we'll have a look at Division 2. So, um, that's it for me. Um, good luck to all teams this weekend in your games. Um, I don't have a game, so I think I might either get out and see one or recover from a few drinks on Friday night without having to worry about football. So good luck to all of you that have games and get out and enjoy yourself. Cheers and thanks for listening. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match. Match arc. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.